ओम नमा भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमा भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमा भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चरोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जया उदीरएत नष्टप्रयस्तु अभद्रेशु नित्यं भगवत सेवया भगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टिकी नमो विष्णुपदाय कृष्ण प्रस्ताय भूतले श्रीमते जय पताका स्वामी नामिने नम आचार्यपदाताय कृपा प्रदाय ने गोरकथादमन नमो विष्णुपदाय कृष्ण प्रस्ताय भूतले श्रीमते भक्तिवेदात स्वामी नामिने नमस्ते सरस्वती देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणी निर्विशेष शून्यवादी वासुदेव So we are reading from Shrimad Bhagavatam, Grantraj Shrimad Bhagavatam ki jai. It's from first canto, chapter 15, text number 11. Prabhu is coming. ಯೌನಾಜುಗೋಪಾವನಾಚಾದುರಂತೀಲೋಕೆ ವಿನಿಮಗ್ನಸಂಗಾಯೋಗೋಪಾವನಾಚಾದುರಂತೀಚಾಶೋರಿರಚಿತದಯುತಗ್ರಭುಗ್ಯಾ ಕಾಕನ್ನಸಿಸ್ತಾಮುಪಯುಜ್ಯತಸ್ತ್ರೀಲೋಕೆ ಯುಗಪಾವನಾಚ್ಯ ದುರ್ವಶಾಶೋರಿರಚಿತದ್ಯುತ್ರಭೂಗ್ಯಾಸ್ತ್ರೀಲೋಕೆಂತ್ ನಾಸ್ ಜುಗಪ ಗೇ ಪ್ರೊಟೆಕ್ಷನ್ ವನೆ ಫಾರೆಸ್ಟ್ ಏಥಿಯ ಗೆಟಿಂಗ್ ಗೆಟಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ ದುರಂತ ಡೇಂಜರಸ್ಲಿ ರಿಚ್ ರಥ್ ಟ್ರಬಲ್ ದುರ್ವಶಾಶ ಆಫ್ ದುರ್ವಶ ಮುನಿ ಅತ್ರಿ ಎನಿಮಿ ರಚಿತ ಫ್ಯಾಬ್ರಿಕೇಟೆಡ್ ಬಾಯ್ ಅಯುತ ಟೆನ್ ಥೌಸಂಡ್ ಅಗ್ರಭೂಕ್ ವನ್ ಹೂ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಬಿಫೋರ್ ಯ ದಟ್ ಪರ್ಸನ್ ಸಾಕ ಅನ್ನ ಶಿಷ್ಟಂ ರೆಮ್ನೆಂಟ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಫುಡ್ ಸ್ಟಾಪ್ಸ್ ಉಪಯುಜ್ಯ ಹ್ಯಾವಿಂಗ್ ಎಕ್ಸೆಪ್ಟೆಡ್ ಯಥಾಸ್ ತ್ರಿಲೋಕಿಂ ಆಲ್ ದ ತ್ರೀ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ಸ್ ತೃಪ್ತಂ ಸೆಟಿಸ್ಫೈಡ್ ಅಮಂಸ್ಥ ಥಾಟ್ ವಿದಿನ್ ದ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಶಲೀಲೆ ವೈಲ್ ಇನ್ ದ ವಾಟರ್ ವಿನಿಮಗ್ನ ಸಂಗಮ್ ಸಂಗ ಆಲ್ ಮರ್ಜ್ಡ್ ಇನ್ ಟು ದ ವಾಟರ್ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಪರ್ಪೋರ್ಟ್ ಬಶಿಲಾ ಪ್ರಭುಪಾತ್ ಕಿ ಜಯ ಡ್ಯೂರಿಂಗ್ ಅವರ್ ಎಕ್ಸೈಲ್ ದುರ್ವಾಶ ಮುನಿ ಹೂ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ವಿತ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಟೆನ್ ಥೌಸಂಡ್ ಡಿಸೈಪಲ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ಟ್ರೀಡ
to put us in dangerous trouble. At that time, he, Lord Krishna, simply by accepting the remnants of food, saved us. By his accepting food, thus, the assembly of Munis, while bathing in the river, felt sumptuously fed, and all the three worlds were also satisfied. Please repeat. During our exile, Durvasha Muni, who eats with his 10,000 disciples, intrigued with our enemies to put us in dangerous trouble. At that time, he, Lord Krishna, simply by accepting the remnants of food, saved us. By his ex accepting food thus, the assembly of Munis, while bathing in the river, felt sumptuously fed, and all the three worlds were so also satisfied. Durvasha Muni, a powerful mystic Brahmana, determined to observe the principles of religion with great vows and under strict austerities. His name is associated with many historical events, and it appears that the great mystic could be both easily satisfied and easily annoyed, like Lord Shiva. When he was satisfied, he could, he could do tremendous good to the servitor, but if he was dissatisfied, he could bring about the greatest calamity. Kumari Kunti, at her father's house, used to minister all kinds of services to all great brahmanas. And being satisfied with her good reception, Durvashamuni benedicted her with the power to call any demigod she desired. It is understood that he was a plenary incarnation of Lord Shiva, and thus he could be either easily satisfied or annoyed. He was a great devotee of Lord Shiva, and by Lord Shiva's order, he accepted the priesthood, priesthood of King Sveta Ketu because of the king's performance of sacrifice for 100 years. Sometimes he used to visit the parliamentary assembly of the heavenly kingdom of Indradev. He could travel in space by his great mystic powers and it is understood that he tra <coughs> traveled a great <coughs> distance through the space even up to the Vaikuntha planets beyond material space. He traveled all this long distance within one year during his quarrel with King Ambarish, the great devotee and emperor of the world. He had about 10,000 disciples and wherever he visited and became a guest of the great Kshatriya kings, he used to be accompanied by a number of followers. Once he visited the house of Driyodhan, the enemy cousin of Maharaj Yudhishthira, Driyodhan was intelligent enough to satisfy the Brahmana by all means, and the great Rishi wanted to give some benediction to Driyodhan. Driyodhan knew his mystic powers, and he knew also that the mystic Brahman, if dissatisfied, could cause some havoc, and thus he designed to engage the Brahmana to show his wrath upon his enemy cousins, the Pandavas. When the Rishi wanted to award some benediction to Driyodhan, the latter wished that he should visit the house of Maharaj Yudhishthir, who was eldest and chief amongst all his cousins. But by his request, he would go to him after he had finished his meals with his queen, Dropati. Driyodhan knew that after Draupadi's dinner, it would be impossible for Maharaj Yudhishthir to receive such a large number of Brahmana guests. And thus the Rishi would be annoyed and would create some trouble for his cousin Maharaj Yudhishthir. That was the plan of Driyodhan. Durvashamuni agreed to this proposal and he approached the king in exile. 
according to the plan of Duryodhan after the king and Draupadi had finished their meals. On his arrival at the door of Maharaj Yudhishthir, he was at once well received and the king requested him to finish his noontime religious rites in the river, for by that time the foodstuff would be prepared. Durvashamuni, along with his large number of disciples, went to take a bath in the river. Maharaj Yudhishthir was in great anxiety about the guests. As long as Draupadi had not taken her meals, food could be served to any number of guests. But the Rishi, by the plan of Duryodhan, reached there after Draupadi had finished her meals. When the devotees are put into difficulty, they have an opportunity to recollect the Lord with rapt attention. So, Draupadi was thinking of Lord Krishna in that dangerous position and the all-pervading Lord could at once know the dangerous position of his devotees. He therefore came there on the scene and asked Draupadi to give whatever food she might have in her stock. On her being so requested by the Lord, Draupadi was sorrowful because the Supreme Lord asked her some asked her for some food and she was unable to supply it at that at that time. She said to the Lord that the mysterious dish which she had received from the sun god would supply any amount of food if she herself had not eaten. But on that day she had already taken her meals and thus they were in danger. By expressing her difficulties, she began to cry before the Lord as only a woman would so would do in such a position. The Lord, however, asked Draupadi to bring up the cooking pots to see if there was any particle of food step left. And on and on the Draupadi's doing so, the Lord found some particle of vegetable sticking to the pot. The Lord at once picked it up and ate it. After doing so, the Lord asked Draupadi to call for her guests, the company of Durvasha. Bhim was sent to call them from the river. Bhima said, Why are you delaying, sirs? Come on, the food is ready for you. But the Brahmanas, because of Lord Krishna's accepting a little particle of food, felt sumptuously fed, even while they were in the water. They thought that since Maharaj Yudhishthir must have prepared many valuable dishes for them, and since they were not hungry and could not eat, the king would feel very sorry, so it was better not to go there. Thus they decided to go away. This incident proves that the Lord is the greatest mystic, and therefore he is known as Yogeshwar. Another instruction is that every householder must offer food to the Lord, and the result will be that everyone, even a company of guests numbering 10,000, will be satisfied because of the Lord's being satisfied. That is the way of devotional service. Hare Krishna. What, after what Prabhupada has written here, it is very detailed purport and uh, we understand that uh, here Arjun is uh, <clears throat> remembering all the incidents when uh, Krishna was with them. And yesterday we, we read from the 10th text that how Draupadi was insulted uh, in the gambling match, they, the Pandavas lost even Draupadi. And here we see now how Duryodhan, one, one after the other, he is just planning, you know, how to take uh, so revenge on this uh, Pandavas. He, he was always scheming 
that something, you know, he was so much envious of his cousins that uh, he always thought that somehow if they are put in trouble, then uh, their position as a devotee will will be vanquished and, you know, but Duryodhan did could not understand that wherever Yogeshwara, the Krishna, the <clears throat> greatest mystic is there, nobody can, <clears throat> the devotee is always protected by them. Nothing can happen to the uh, de- devotees. Krishna is uh, <clears throat> Yogeshwar and uh, he is the supreme master of all mystic uh, power. <clears throat> Our uh, spiritual dimension is that we are one ten thousand part of the tip of the hair as it is mentioned in Bhagavad Gita. So our position is very small compared to uh, what uh, the Supreme Personality of Godhead position is. Qualitatively we might be uh, somewhat like Krishna, but quantitatively we are just like in an ocean of water, just a drop of water, you know. The qualities are there. So we have the devotees of the Lord, they are always pleasing the Krishna. They always want to please Krishna, satisfy Him. All the time they are engaged in devotional service. They cannot think anything beyond um, serving the lotus feet of the Lord. So Krishna is always in their heart. And uh, the devotees are always in the heart of Krishna. And Krishna says that uh, Durvasha Muni was a... uh, uh, We see in this purport that Durvasha Muni was a great mystic yogi. The Ashtashiddhis, you know, the eight kinds of siddhis that are uh, achieved by the yoga process. Uh, and those, those uh, mystic yogis cannot surpass bhakti yoga. Bhakti yoga is so potent that uh, all kinds of these mystic uh, powers are uh, cannot stand in front of bhakti yoga. So devotees uh, are always the yoga's uh, yoga system is mainly to achieve some siddhis uh, like uh, becoming smallest of the smallest. The yogis they can go through a hole and they can become very uh, big, like how Trinavarta the demon. Uh, he took Krishna very high up and he wanted to throw Krishna from a very high uh, elevation. But it so happened that Krishna, who is the master of all the mystic uh, power, he became so heavy that uh, he could not hold Krishna and Krishna held his neck in such a way that his eyes came out, you know, like from the socket and he just fell on the, the demon fell on the ground. So, uh, we see Krishna is so powerful. Here, Durvasha Muni, he is known as the uh, Brahmana who has has this mystic power, Prabhupada says here, and who observes the principle of religion, uh, with great vows and under strict austerities. And uh, he is a plenary <coughs> uh, incarnation of uh, uh, Shiva. Uh, he was a plenary incarnation of Shiva. There was a uh, fight between Brahma, quarrel between Brahma and Shiva. Uh, and Shiva became so angry and he deposited his anger on this Atri Muni's wife, Anasuya. And uh, and that's how 
from Atrimuni and Anisriya, uh, Durvasha Muni was born. And Durvasha Muni's, uh, he had a great quality, like he would be easily pleased, then he could give very nice uh, benedictions, blessings. Shiva is like that. You know, he is Ashutosh. He is easily satisfied. Um, and Shiva becomes also easily angry. So Durvasha Muni had this quality. So when Durvasha Muni will get angry, he will create a havoc. It's like, you know, we see here, first of all, um, uh, we see here how this uh, Duryodhan, uh, Duryodhan uh, planned uh, uh, very wickedly, he planned that, uh, you know, the Durvasha Muni, he asked, Durvasha Muni asked him, uh, what bene, what kind of benediction I can give you? Because he was very, in those days, you know, they, they knew that the Brahman, Brahmanas were very powerful and they used to serve them very nicely. So Durvasha Muni was very nicely received and served by <clears throat> uh, Duryodhan and Duryodhan uh, was asked by Durvasha Muni, what do you, what kind of benediction do you want? So he said, my cousins, you know, the, the eldest cousin Yudhishthir Maharaj and he was very envious of uh, the Pandavas, uh, <clears throat> Duryodhan. So he said that you go uh, to them and uh, my uh, cousin's place and uh, you you uh, dine with them, you know. You go and go go to them at a time. You visit their home and go at at such a time when Queen uh, Draupadi has taken her meals. And Draupadi had a very amazing this mystic pot that uh, that, was, that is called Akshay Patra, and that Akshay Patra is uh, the mysterious spot that would give uh, unlimited amount of food stuff as long as Draupadi has not eaten. So it so happened here we see from the purport that <clears throat> uh, they had already eaten and uh, Durvasha Muni uh, arrived uh, in the scene where they had already finished uh, their meal, their lunch, and uh, Durvasha Muni has always got some followers following. Here he's mentioned he's uh, gone with 10,000 disciples. <coughs> and uh, Yudhishthir Maharaj was in great anxiety. How am I going to <coughs> feed uh, you know, all of them? Because we, he knew about that the mysterious spot is <laughs> Draupadi has already taken her meal. Uh, <coughs> then they <coughs> and uh, <coughs> as soon as uh, uh, Dra Draupadi started crying you know in Krishna appeared in the scene and Draupadi started crying <coughs> please excuse me <coughs> so <clears throat> Krishna he knows what is going on he is as Paramatma super soul he is residing in everyone's heart Ish <clears throat> We, we know that Ishvara Sarva Bhutanam Rideshu Arjuna Tishtati Brahma Yan Sarva Bhutani Yantra Rudani Mayaya. He is situated in everyone's heart, the super soul, and he knows what is going on in each of us. 
in each individual soul. So, Krishna doesn't have to be informed that this is happening. He knows everything. And so what Krishna did was he just took a, he asked uh, Draupadi to bring the pot. He just took a, a foodstuff that was sticking in the pot and he just had it. And it so happened that when Krishna is offered something, he has the bhoga and he can feed everyone. But in case of the pure devotees, Krishna is looking, we are, Krishna is only looking for devotion and love. The devotees who offer, you can make chappan bhog, you know, all varieties of uh, bhoga, but if there is no love and no bhakti in it, then <clears throat> Krishna cannot take it. All he is looking in the ingredient in the foodstuff that we have offered, the bhoga is and the devotion and love that we have for him. So when he is, he takes the <clears throat> Bhoga, everybody is satisfied. So all these munis, they were all satisfied in the water when they were bathing. They they became sumptuously fed. And they did not want to go when they were called for uh, uh, meal by Bhima. So Bhima invited them and they said, uh, Bhima said, don't delay. Uh, please go. So anyway, they left. <clears throat> they said, since we are not hungry, let's. Uh, it's better not to go there because <clears throat> uh, they must have made so many kind of dishes and since we are not hungry, uh, you know, the king would feel very sorry if we don't eat anything. So, <clears throat> and then here we also see how in case of, uh, we have here Ambarish Maharaj. In the case of Ambarish Maharaj, <clears throat> like uh, Durvasha Muni once went to Ambarish Maharaj. He was visiting Ambarish Maharaj. And uh, Ambarish Maharaj was uh, observing this uh, Dwadashi, which comes after the Ekadashi day. So he had to break his fast at a certain uh, muhurta, uh, a certain time that has the palana has to be taken uh, care for the Ekadashi Vrata. So <clears throat> when he went there, Durvasha Muni, so Maharaj Ambarish, he was a very uh, uh, nice Vaishnava, he received him very nicely, he sat at his feet and he told, uh, he asked Durvasha Muni, can you please have uh, your lunch with me, so, meal with me, so he said okay, and uh, as usual Durvasha Muni went to the river, Yamuna river to go and take his bath, afternoon bath. And uh, the yogis are like always in samadhi and you know when they are doing their uh, ritualistic uh, afternoon bathing or their uh, yogic uh, thing they are doing, they, they are, they go into samadhi also. So it was uh, getting late and then Ambarish Maharaj, in the meantime, he had some uh, water because he had to break his fast. And in those days, it was not Ekadasi Prashad and all that they had. It was like Nirjala Ekadasi, no water even. And uh, that's why uh, the first thing a person has to break the fast, the devotee has to break the fast with taking some water. So that's all he was doing. And Durvasha Muni, with his mystic power, he could understand that Ambarish Maharaj has already uh, uh, had something. 
and he came and he started accusing that what kind of vaishnava devotee are you you have already taken your prasadam without uh, you know my being here and he started you know um accusing criticizing him you know and it, and he was so furious and angry durvasha muni that he plucked a hair from his hair and then he it he created a demon from his hair and it was like a blazing fire the demon shape was like a blazing fire and it go, it was going to devour uh, ambarish maharaj so what happens krishna is always chatur he is always there for devotees he is a super soul in everyone's heart and especially the devotees who are all the time engaged in his thinking all this uh, chanting uh, hearing thinking about him 24/7 so he he is always uh, protecting them so immediately krishna he uh, when he saw the demon he sends his sudarshan chakra and sudarshan chakra nobody can stand sudarshan chakra is going to finish you know <clears throat> anybody in front of sudarshan chakra so the sudarshan chakra um, took care when vanquished the uh, demon and that was created and then it started chasing durvasha muni and durvasha muni is now running <laughs> that you know trying to save his life oh my god and this sudarshan chakra what have i done you know he, he realized it and then immediately he had the power to go to this any space up to vaikuntha durvasha muni had that mystic power to do that so he he first went into this three planetary system first he went to brahma you know uh, thinking that brahma is uh, the supreme in this material world so let me go to him first so he goes there and he is uh, saying brahma ji do something you know the sudarshan is uh, uh, after me and brahma knows what he has done he said i i am also under the control of the supreme personality of god at krishna i can't do anything you please go to shiva then he durvasha muni uh, goes to shiva then shiva says we are all under the control of uh, the supreme personality of god at all these demigods whatever you call even i you know <clears throat> so uh, you better go to vishnu then <clears throat> and durvasha muni immediately goes to vaikuntha and there he sees narayan uh, with uh, the goddess of fortune lakshmi devi and he immediately said uh, that i have committed an offense uh, on ambarish or devotee and i know the devotee's uh, object is you are the object for the devotees uh, so please help me and then uh, narayan vishnu refuses he says sorry sorry sir i cannot do anything i am also <clears throat> under the control of the devotee so <clears throat> he said i cannot do anything so you go back to ambarish and uh, <clears throat> try to please him and uh, <clears throat> the devotees if uh, he, he, he will be forgiving you that is how you will be rescued so we see from all this the lesson that prabhupad has uh, given is from these incidents uh, two things one is krishna is the yogeshwar uh, the master of all mystic power and also he is uh, protector of the protector of the devotees <laughs> so <laughs> here we see um <clears throat> we have a very beautiful um shloka from in shrimad bhagavatam um ninth canto shri bhagavan uvacha 
अहम भक्तापराधीनो हे अस्व तंत्र एवद्विज तादुभीर्ग्रस्त हृदयो भक्तिर्भक्ताजनप्रिया सो द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड सेट टू दिस ब्राह्मणा दुर्वाशा मुनि आई एम कम्प्लीटली अंडर द कंट्रोल ऑफ माय डिवोटीज इंडीड आई एम नॉट एट ऑल इंडिपेंडेंट बिकॉज माय डिवोटीज आर कम्प्लीटली डिवॉइड ऑफ मेटीरियल डिजायर्स आई सीट ओनली विद इन द कोर ऑफ देअर हार्ट्स वॉट टू स्पीक ऑफ माय डिवोटी इवन दोज हू आर डिवोटीज ऑफ माय डिवोटीज आर वेरी डियर टू मी सो हियर कृष्णा गोज टू टेल दिस ब्राह्मण दुर्वाशा मुनि दैट माई डिवोटीज दे डोंट डिजायर एनी मेटीरियल थिंग्स दे आर ओनली डिजायर टू प्लीज मी सो वी सी अम्बरीश महाराज ही वॉज नॉट अ ऑर्डिनरी पर्सन he he cultivated his life in a way of doing this uh, um, bhakti yoga uh, he he used to he engaged his head in paying obeisances to the deities his eyes in seeing the deities his hands in cleaning the uh, temple um and then he is serving the devotees he is here years in hearing about krishna krishna katha and his legs traveling uh, and seeing all the uh, beautiful temples of the lord so here we see how um, he was such a great king he was the emperor at that time uh, emperor of uh, the world but he he renounced everything uh, later on after fulfilling his duty as a king at a certain time uh, they have to retire we don't see any retirement in this material world people have to continue to work because kali yuga is very very uh, hard for anybody to um live in this world now as the kali yuga is progressing things are getting very hard in this world but the devotees of the lord they know that <clears throat> apart from our material life we have to uh, do our uh, krishna consciousness when we are in krishna consciousness then we we get <clears throat> we get some kind of uh, um relief uh, from the material uh, world like we are always in anxiety material anxiety but when we are having krishna in our life uh, besides our material life going on then uh, we can perform ourselves in a very nice way krishna also <coughs> Uh, krishna also tells arjuna kontiya prati janehi name bhaktya pranashyati that my devotees never perish so because uh, devotees are always thinking of krishna and krishna is always thinking of them you know so i would since the class had started little late and also uh, there is more to say uh, about this i would just end with some little, little bit more <clears throat> we see in the vrindavan past times although lord krishna is full in himself he requires the cooperation of his devotees like the coward boys and the gopis 
to which increases the pleasure potency of the supreme personality of godhead so krishna never wants to enjoy by himself even in material world we try to enjoy uh, by ourselves we can't if you know if we don't have a, a association of a cooperation with someone you know that enjoyment we want if we have so much wealth and we are just keeping it to ourselves if we don't share it with the other family members like even if with your wife children then those uh, wealth has got no value so similarly krishna is uh, even though he is full he wants to uh, uh, his uh, transcendental bliss he likes to expand uh, to his devotees <clears throat> and the uh, devotees are like uh, always uh, like arjun and the pandavas we see here uh, when krishna has uh, departed they have no business in this material world they came in the past time of krishna when krishna comes he comes with his eternal uh, associates and when he goes back he departs from this material world his leelas are over he has to uh, disappear you know from our material side or but the devotees know that who are always the liberated souls like the uh, eternal associates of, like pandavas they know that that krishna has departed so they have no business in this material world they are also getting ready to leave this world so now we will see in the further shlokas how the pandavas are retiring timingly you know all this leelas of uh, the lord when he was present uh, with them and it was so nice for them to see that everything is going on so nicely even in the midst of all the calamities the pandavas never felt that they were alone because krishna was always with them like kunti maharani you know she is praying for the calamities just imagine how advanced uh, uh, consciousness uh, pure devotee of lord has you know they don't think of this they are not in the bodily consciousness they are thinking of uh, uh, you know how to be with krishna <clears throat> in this material world that uh, we are trying to enjoy this enjoyment <clears throat> the enjoyment so called enjoyment they are temporary to begin with they are temporary you know today we might have so much wealth but it can be <clears throat> gone within a second or maybe in this lifetime but nobody can take what they have you know this material possession unless it is used in the service of lord this has got no meaning you know it has no meaning rupa that one time was mentioning like uh, <clears throat> this uh, material materialistic people they are they don't have actually real, their money money is, is there with krishna's devotees because their money they don't even know how to use it you know they will make some building they will make some uh, <clears throat> arrangement to have their private jet that's about it or whatever the highest material <clears throat> things they can have but they will all be diminished uh, <clears throat> will all be gone but the bhakti yog is such that uh, krishna we will krishna will always remain with us and we will remain with krishna permanently so bhakti yog is uh, trying to we have to situate ourselves in our swarup that we are eternally krishna's nitya das that's all you know no matter how hard we try to fight it out in this material world i am so great i am doing this but the humbleness is that we are all 
having all this empowerment, all the power, even the devotees having all the power and the empowerment, it's all coming from Krishna. Everything is coming from Krishna. In this world, spiritual world, everywhere there is Krishna. So, I'll end my class here, Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai. So, if anybody has any comment or question or any addition, please. There is a microphone. If anybody has any comment or anything to add or comment. You have anything? Yeah, that's what is the desire of uh, the devotees, you know. And they are not actually, they are not afraid of any uh, any calamities. They are fearless. The devotees of Lord, they are like uh, Ambarish Maharaj. He did not move even an inch when this uh, demon was created by the Rashamuni. He was not afraid of it. Uh, like Sudarshan Chakra, it's very fearful for people, uh, for the one who is not devotee of Krishna. But the devotee of Krishna, for them, whether it is Sudarshan Chakra or whether anything is happening, they are fearless. And that's what Kunti Maharani, they, they only want to see Krishna. You know, she is praying for these calamities because Krishna will be always there with them. And actually we have to go back to God. Godhead means our service should begin uh, and it has to end in serving Krishna. And in devotional uh, life, what we do here even in material world, it is a continuation. It is continuation. It's not that it's uh, all over in this material world. Our devotional life goes on, even in spiritual world. Hare Krishna, thank you very much. Prantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Tamaveda Bhakta Vrinda ki jai. All glories to God. Hare Bhagavatam.